Welcome to Thrones and Scones. It's your weekday morning podcast where we talk Game of Thrones over just a little bit of breakfast. It's Tony Hans and Jeremy in with you today, Wednesday, tackling season five, episode eight, Hard Home and Hard Scone. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, Maple Pumpkin is the more official title of our of our scone today. Welcome. Guys, to your midweek and the period in this very long, very boring season when things finally start to, dare I say it, actually happen. <laughs> yeah, it was actually a good episode. I really enjoyed this oh, one. It was, a very, uh, it was a very good episode. But with every good episode, a terrible plot on the wiki. Yeah. This is the another just stupidly short one of these sentences is two words um, which makes me upset but hey you know what i don't read it or i don't write it i only read it and sometimes it's not even me reading it uh sometimes it's somebody else somebody chosen by committee popeye uh okay so i think <laughs> I've never, I've obviously you have a never pirate seen thing going all the time? an episode of Popeye. Doesn't matter. Uh, you just got to go with a racist but, white yeah. sailor. <laughs> I did watch Full House, and there's a Popeye impression in Full House. Go with so it. So now I just have to be accurate to that and hope that that impression was actually accurate to Popeye. Yeah. And I think, it, I think it would work out great. Uncle Jesse? Okay. Uncle, no, wait. Uncle Jesse didn't do it. Who did it? Uncle Joey. Uncle Joey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dave, Dave Coulier. Dave, if you want to be on the podcast, we would love to have you. I don't know what you're up to. I know you had that one cameo in How I Met Your Mother. Uh, since then, haven't seen you around. Please come on Thrones and Scones and spread your Canadian wisdom with us. Tell us to cut it. Tell, tell us to cut He's, it out. He pops in and out of that new Netflix uh, full house, Fuller House. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't real so that came out. They did like the first season, and then I just I didn't watch it, and then I just assumed it was done. Me but too. no, they're uh, they're like they're ending now. But I think they're on their fifth season. Holy crap! Or something which is nuts. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't watch it. So which I, was which was the other one that just is like going boy meets world that girl th- meets world girl meets world right? Is that still happening too? Yeah. But I, that was at least a, I remember when that came out, people actually like liked it. And then when Fuller House came out, people were just like, well, it's just kind of fan service But what do you expect? Like, yeah, all I would say so. I've seen yeah. like a couple episodes because Jenna watches it. Which one? Fuller House. I didn't even Fuller know House. Girl Meets World was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But I have seen a couple episodes of Fuller House. Yep. It's atrocious. <laughs> it's atrocious. The only thing I appreciate about the idea from what people have told me is that <clears throat> Stephanie Tanner is a DJ and her D- DJ name is DJ Tanner and that makes me happy. Yeah. That's that's just a that's a good uh it's a good it's the only joke that I think probably matters. Works in it. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Popeye. Well, actually an impression of Popeye. An impression of that. <laughs> Actually, I just know the laugh. I don't know what his voice sounds like. <laughs> I'll just, 
I'll do Winston Churchill. It sounds similar. <laughs> Arya makes progress in a training. <laughs> Sansa confronts an old friend. Cersei struggles. John travels. Oh, I lied. Two of those sentences were two words. They could have just put these these motherfuckers up on this wiki have obviously never watched Schoolhouse Rock. Conjunction Junction. Get a little and in there. Stop it with the periods. Do you guys have any like grammatical things that you do too much? Like I overuse commas like a crazy person. Um, like any time that there is a slight pause in a sentence, I, I have to resist the urge to just put a comma in when it <laughs> definitely shouldn't be there probably. Um, do you guys have anything like that? Uh, I just have the issue of not being good at grammar in general. Like I <laughs> oh, guarantee yeah. <laughs> I throw, my punctuation is all over the place. And sometimes I just do it. I'm like, eh, I've never, sometimes I'm just like typing and I'm like, eh, I don't really use semicolons very often. So maybe here will be good. <laughs> Get a little love for the semicolon. Yeah, you know what? Maybe I'll do the actual colon. I don't know. Oof. Oof. Who knows? <laughs> I don't, I don't really know where they go anyway. So might as well just throw them in there. Uh, I think for me, the decision I make every weekend, maybe I'll use the actual colon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not, not, no. Um, so (laughs) with, with medicine, I dictate a lot of my notes. Mm -hmm. Um, so you, you say your like commas, periods, all those things. And, um, what's hard is then when you're actually on the phone with someone, I will (laughs) find myself being like, yeah, this is Jeremy, period. I mean, so, comma, colon, what? Now, do you have to, is that because it's, like, automated that's doing it? Or is that even when you have transcriptionists, they have to know when to put that so in? So, now in the world of medicine, I would say transcriptionists are farther and few between because mm. Dragon, which is probably the most common dictation service now, it's it's all digital and it's instant, right? It's like it's being translated in front of you. So it's yeah. being transcribed in front of you in that regard. Um, and uh, what's cool about it is, you know, you see all of your errors almost immediately and it's it's quicker, it's cost effective and all those things. But it's still expensive. Like I've I've actually had to purchase a copy for home and it was a little over fifteen hundred dollars. So Jeez. That's for and that's just for the software for that year. I, me- I remember I knew one kid that, that used Dragon software when I was in college. Me too. Because uh, Yeah? Yeah. He this kid was a, a real quality piece of work. And uh, I shouldn't be mean because from all accounts we're still friends on Facebook and he seems to be doing quite well. So I'm happy for this anonymous individual. However, in college he was a fucking ridiculous human being. And my freshman year, at like two in the morning, he punched out a giant glass window, like a it's probably like fifteen feet by six foot window, just punched it out and uh, sliced his arm up, lost just it. what do they measure blood in? Pints, quartz, what's the thing? What um yeah, I'm really happy that both of you are paying so much fucking attention. You know what? Fuck you. I just got this horrible text message from our <laughs> friend who showed me a picture of... Here, I'll, show, I'll pull it up. <laughs> this, is the, this is the picture they send me with their kid. And they're like, hey, do we need to go to the hospital? I'm like, fuck yeah, you do. Jesus. I didn't... What was wrong with that picture? Look, look at the head. 
What am I supposed? Oh, that's a big bump. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. I have anyway, no idea what they. Uh, I'm gonna go with quartz because I wasn't listening. What do they measure blood in? Milliliters. Like, what's a what's a pint of blood? Is it a pint? That's what they do. I mean, that's what okay. I think. That's what you commonly hear. Although, I mean, I would say now we say, how many units of blood did you get? Hmm. Well, whatever the thing is. They said, had he lost one more pint of blood, he would have died. And so this dude was, like, just a mess. And so he couldn't use his arm. Like, he cut his whole arm up, like, that far. He needed a ridiculous amount of stitches. And he got this Dragon software because he was basically, um, he, he couldn't type out the games. He was, like, a play-by-play, but he did it. I don't remember, but it was, like, for the website or something. So he had to talk to type it, but he was, like very drugged up all the time. I mean, even before the pharmaceutical drugs were a thing. And so it couldn't understand him <laughs> when he was like telling us like how much the software was and that it wasn't working. We're like, well, maybe it's not the software. <clears throat> Shit. Who's to say? Yeah. I, I, I don't remember. It was also on my floor. He, I remember in the time, like, you know, college freshman year, he had a roommate. He did not have a roommate. He had this gigantic computer system with that installed on it, like this big mic there and other kind of assisting like things for him. But he never come off to me as someone who had like a learning delay in conversation. So I'd, I was never quite sure why he had that. And it's not like he had, didn't have hands for typing and I watched him type. So I was kind of confused on why he had Dragon. Maybe he just wanted to be part of the future. Yeah. But I mean... Yeah, so I don't know. That was uh, that was kind of odd. Hmm. Well, what? Yeah. It, uh... So, Jeremy, let me ask you real quick. I've always wondered this. Why? What is the point of dictating your notes? Why don't you just type? I feel like that would take just as long as typing it. Um, so it's dictating is estimated to be greater than 150 words per minute. So. I would say very few of us can type that fast. I yeah. can type that fast. Yeah. But yeah, and that's fine. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. Um, <laughs> but the other thing is in, in medicine, right, if you're using a device or a, a program that is great, for instance, from medical terminology, right? So if I say, you know, otolaryngologist, you know, I don't have to think about how to spell that. It just goes, right? It just nails that every time. Um it's good for summarizing like really complex, uh, you know, op reports and all those things while you can also be doing other things. So I can be reviewing multiple records and just talking into it instead of typing while trying to read something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I initially was exposed to it when I was teaching some older physicians how to use an electronic medical record. And that was like the shortcut so they wouldn't have to type as much. But now I use it in my practice, and not, to be honest, I, I I love it. I will never type again if I don't have to. Now, have you considered using this Dragon software to write out your Instagram posts so that you don't have to keep using the hashtag spelling is hard? No, 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 because ha- it, hashtag it is really hard. It is really hard. Yeah. And, it is. and Dragon only works for me on Epic. It will not work. <laughs> if it would, if I could write letters with it, I could. Do, I would use Dragon all the time. You spend fifteen hundred dollars on software and you can't even use it for Instagram. What's the point? 
Oh, oh Ev- yeah. Everything I buy in the 21st century must be able to be usable on Instagram yeah. or I oh. don't buy it. No, My toaster, actually, it has Instagram. No, that, that program will work here. I'm sorry. That will work here. But uh, the one at work, which is where I'm posting mm. all these lovely, you know, mm. Instagram things. Yeah. Instagram. Hey. Hi. It's me. Facebook owns you now. Yeah. So why? Because Facebook's had this for years. Why can't I schedule a post on you? I Sincerely. Know. Me. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Uh, it almost takes some of the excitement out of that. It's like, well, what's going to happen with the, uh, with the uh, scone post date? Will it be the right person? Will it be the right scone? Tune in to find out. I kind of like the game. Yeah, it's, it's fun. And it wouldn't really matter for our podcast, because obviously we're just taking photos morning of. <laughs> but it's true. While we're eating. While Naturally. we're eating, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. All those, all those pics of the ones fresh out of the oven. We we got up at one thirty <laughs> to make said scones. Slaved over a nice flowered counter. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, hard home, ladies and gentlemen. Season five, episode eight. As I said, things start to pick up. What'd you think? Tell me your favorite bits, your least favorite bits, your other miscellaneous bits. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, I think obviously my I'm just jumping to my favorite part because I love it so much. But the end of the episode is just so badass. It's incredible. It is the first time that I mean, we see him once before, but only we we only see him touching a baby, which is not necessarily. I mean, that's really an evil sentence. That's how you know he's our our antagonist here, the Night King. He, yeah. he touches he touches tots. He touches uh, tots. <laughs> but no, now we see the Night King with a couple other white walkers as well. And I have no idea how I've never noticed before this that they're identical. Except for the Night King, they are all the same. Really? I didn't notice that. I still didn't even notice that. Yeah, because the one on the because at first I was like, oh, the one on the horse is the one that Sam runs into, and it still could be. But then Sam kills that one, and the one that John kills looks exactly the same. Yeah, I'd have to double check, but it seems like they do look very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will tell you my exact favorite part of the episode. There is a moment. Is it the noise that the long claw makes when it connects <laughs> with the ice spear? Absolutely not. Ugh. That was a good moment. But my favorite, what a shot. When they when you look when like the whole zombie battle is happening, right? Mm. Uh, or the whites are coming in through the wall and all that crap. And it's it's a it's a bit over the top. This is very walking dead <laughs> at this point. Yeah, Especially yeah. because we haven't necessarily seen them act the way they're acting now, you know? Like it's always, like there's there's been the dead army. We kind of see them pretty slow walking like and then all of a sudden it's just like horror movie style (laughs) gore and just running and eating and jen this is the first episode that jenna just like couldn't watch or just didn't want to watch uh and i've been surprised really yeah and like uh and it's all pretty corny and fakey and for the most part but there's a lot of gore and blood anyway not my favorite part my favorite part is while that's all happening you see a lot of that and then all of a sudden I don't know, something about the cinematography is just so awesome when they kind of like pan and it's still hazy and then up on that cliff side, you see all the White Walkers on the horses looking yeah. down. It's what a freaking badass scene. It <sighs> looks so good, yeah. And then they, uh, oh, that, I love that moment as well when they kind of uh, come out and pan out really hard and fast and you yeah. just see all of the, the whites just start 
flying over the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> just like, ah. I, and that's such a fun thing. Like, that's, I mean, I guess World War Z did it as well, but I don't think people, when they're writing for undead characters that, like, can only be killed in a very specific way, I don't think they write well enough for, like, the things that they could just do for convenience sake, like sure. fall off a cliff to get where they need to be. Like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. hilarious. The other thing I guess I do have a question about is, so how the whites, I, I understand the White Walkers are different, but how, do the, how are you supposed to kill the whites? So the only way we know so far is you burn them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you because gotta burn them. I sure feel like they were going down pretty easily to just swords and axes, and it. Yeah, I was. I, I don't think quite you understand can, that. You can you can make them to a point. I mean, it's like any zombie. I guess you can make them to a point where it's like, okay, there's only so much you can do now that you don't have most of your body. Um, but yeah, technically, the only way we know is to burn them. Later, we find out that Dragon Glass does it as well, which is very confusing to me because why. If that's the case, why doesn't Valyrian steel work on the whites if it works on the white walkers? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. I don't understand that. Um so not not sure. I don't know either if the whites are um if they're I don't think their head has to be intact, but I don't know. I'm not sure because some of the kills that they showed, and I was particularly watching because I was curious, some of yeah. the kills that they showed, and granted, they may not be kills. Like you said, they may just be like dis- disabling them, basically. But it's not like they were cutting limbs off and stuff a lot of times. It was just like stabbing them in the neck and yeah, and, and just general kill shots. And it seems like if they don't have blood or don't have any of that, I don't get how. If it could just be a skeleton walking around anyway... Then why would stabbing it in the neck do anything? But yeah, I don't know. I uh... I think it's a Hollywood thing, though, in this sense that <clears throat> they want to show, oh, you beat it down, and then it all just comes back, right? Like even yeah. in most zombie movies, you know, you shoot them in the chest, they fall to the ground, and then a couple minutes later they get back up because it's almost like it stuns them or something. It's because we can't wrap our mind around just shooting something infinitively or stabbing it and not having an effect. Yeah, well, I want to know. First of all, I want to know how skeletons are walking around anyway with no muscles. First of all, how are those bones staying together? This doesn't make any sense. Well, these are these are zombies created purely by magic. So if you're going to give any zombies a pass, We're gonna give it's these probably got to be them. But I do, I mean, we do know that they've got a flair for the dramatic. When that one woman, uh, who oh. I want to bring up in a moment, but when she... Is like she's fighting, 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 and then she looks up, and there's just those kid ones, which goddamn look terrifying. Okay, yeah, let's just creepy. let's just stop there. <laughs> let's have a moment of conversation. Terrifying horror terrifying. movies with children. Let's just be honest. That genre, <laughs> fuck that genre. You yeah. evil sons of bitches. Kids in horror movies are the worst. You know it's because, I think deep down we all know that kids are probably the most terrifying things on this planet if they just got a a brief grasp of the power that they would hold over humanity if they just decided to be terrifying horror movie characters. And so when our fears are realized in that way, it sticks with us to our soul. We talk a lot about psychopaths, and uh, I'm telling you, you want to see a psychopath? Go go watch a three-year-old or a four-year-old for a while. <laughs> they fucking do some dark shit. 
<laughs> they like walk up to you and be like, "I fucking hate you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch you." And <laughs> if I had a knife, I probably would stab you with no remorse. And they probably would. Yeah, they'd be like, "I just killed that fucker. Why? Because he took my crayons." <laughs> Done. <laughs> <laughs> bitch oh. step off <laughs> yeah so free the menendez brothers is that what i'm hearing jeremy yeah, it's exactly what i'm telling you <laughs> i want do you guys think that that woman was Tormund's wife here let me let me tell you why i think that maybe it is because i mean it just it's just implied that you know she is an elder or whatever we never really get to see anything about it but she says something to Tormund like, oh, you know, I trust you, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, she could just trust him fine, whatever. Tormund does say something earlier about having two daughters. This woman has two daughters. And unless it was just their hoods, I felt like when they arrived at the wall that were they, uh, they, they were gingers. Mm-hmm. And whether or not that was true, Tormund was like arm around one of them, which could just be because their mom is a zombie. Fair point. But uh, I don't... It was the first time I ever caught any of that, so I was curious if you had thoughts on it. I'm going to look it up while you debate. Does, does Tormund, had, do we know that Tormund has a wife? No, 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 no. Okay. We just know that he's got daughters. Okay. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. Could yeah, be. No, I never got the impression while watching that that that, would, that, that was like a, because there was never like an embrace or like, you know, they were staying on opposite ends. It's like, if that was my wife, you know, you would at least with them like you would stand next to them you wouldn't be like on opposite kind of ends of the conversation i right uh i don't know i feel like he maybe he's talking about some little like half man half bear children since apparently that's that's his his staff he does love I got a question. That. I got a question for you. Uh, yeah, so Carson. I'm just I'm just throwing out a thing first of all about this. I'm th- I'm I'm calling no wife, but those are his kids. You think so? So they just they just beamed, but they're not married. Okay. Uh, so it doesn't say anything. Her name is Carsey, and it doesn't say anything about her being married to Torment. So. Okay. Yeah, are they even from... I thought they were all from different clans. I thought that was the point of like the elders. Yeah, they are, but, I mean, we don't know. I mean, they can't all individually be from different clans, so maybe they're from the same... I don't know, <laughs> Could be. I like, I like the idea. Uh, I got a question for you guys. I don't know. I'm getting to... We're getting a little deep, but I figure while we're in the hard... Actually, in hard home here, not just yeah. in the episode hard home. Let's hit it hard What home. do you guys think about... <laughs> What are your thoughts on the way the White Walkers die? Is it satisfying that they just shatter for you? Uh, yes. I like it. I, um, I think, well, so it was very different when Sam did it. It, like, clutched it, and its body kind of shriveled and cracked, and it screamed, and then it into the weird little ice crystally mist thing. Uh, that it turned into. And then when John does it, granted, maybe it's more of a kill shot. It is a bigger weapon. It's much faster. Uh, but it's pretty much instantaneous. It's I almost kinda... like when Valerian still hits the skin, it turns into ice. Like, you know? Like, it's not like he stabs and then explodes. Oh. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably. 
So I don't, I don't really know. I, I never considered it. I think it feels satisfying, but I understand what you're saying. It's just kind of like quick and kind of, and I, I think again, just like Jeremy was talking about earlier with how we perceive things, it doesn't, it just seems almost kind of fakey, right? But, but they're not human, so it wouldn't make sense that you, they bleed and stuff. But they're from human babies. I don't know. I'm I'm on the I'm on the fence about it. I don't know how I feel. Are about you it yet. saying you're in what all if, of magic? <laughs> <laughs> what if it? Here's the theory we haven't explored yet. What if they still are human babies inside these ice Gundams? <laughs> oh and my god! Piloting yes. them. <laughs> what? Okay. What is the and game? That's what we're what gonna is that see fucking in the next game? <laughs> what? Maybe. That game. That game is coming out. That has uh, the guy from Walking Dead and all those things in it. Oh, the Kojima one? Yeah, which shows the baby, like, in the belly when they look. Do you remember that from the trailer? I don't know what the game is called, but oh, I don't know what you're talking fuck. about. fuck. Hans, what is the game that Hideo Kojima is making right now? Uh, With Daryl. I know what you're talking about. Um, which shows the baby, like, inside of them, weird, like, in, like, a, a bubble? Yeah, it's a, it's a weird Is it, like, name. Death Stranding? Yes, Death Stranding. Look at me. Look at you. Good job. Uh, yeah. So we all yes, agree that exactly. Hard Home was the best part of this this episode? Yeah, best by far. It was yeah. awesome. For sure. I mean, any, any favorite kills while we're there? I, so I did love the face of the White Walker when John catches his blade. The just like split second before he dies, like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> was, was really good. Uh, I love that moment. When John's running and frantic, he does frantic fighting very well, Kit Harrington. He's got that moment where he like it looks like he stumbled, but he does that little 360 to cut the running guy in half. That's a pretty cool one. Yeah, uh, I liked that a lot. Mine was Tormund when he kills Lord of Bones. Yeah, that was that was pretty badass. <laughs> that was. Do you think I, he killed him? Oh fuck yeah! Beat really? the fuck out of him with that yeah, stick. But with the stick. That guy does yeah. not get up. I'm even wearing, if he, if he's even wearing if, full bone armor. Even if he didn't kill him, that dude's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fair enough, yeah. Or not, so. Yeah. I mean, he just, like, um, beats the fuck out of him. It was, and I never like uh, Lord of the Bones in the show. I, he's kind of fucking annoying to me, so I kind of yeah. like that he goes down the way he goes. Hell yeah. The, uh. But the epicness of the of like the panning out and the and the music and the quiet to like the stillness in the water as they're raising I mean it is one of the coolest scenes in the show. Yeah. From a visual perspective, they nailed the incorporation with the CG. They nailed like um, all of these characters, all the choreography time. It wasn't it wasn't as crazy as like from a choreography perspective as the the battle for the wall where they have that whole like minute shot nonstop, which yeah. is just awesome mm-hmm. uh, or something like battle of the bastards where they just spent so so much time and money on perfecting these scenes with hundreds of real horses and stuff like that that's crazy but this is one of those things where it's just like this feels so specifically game of thrones because yeah, exactly. it's, it's bringing in the magic it's bringing in the realism it all looks good um and it's it's so cool. And John, I mean, it, it kind of gets glossed over by the crazy battle, but like John's speech was really good too. John's not a great talker, yeah. uh, but he had he had a nice little speech to stir most of the wildling hearts, uh, not including the Thens. But did we really want them anyway? Yeah, fuck the Thens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I thought, I mean, I thought even Tormon did pretty good, talking about someone who probably isn't that good of a speaker. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Few words, but wise words. Wise words, indeed. Are we rooting for Tormund now? I mean, I mean, have you oh, ever yeah. not liked him, or now do you really like him after this episode? Like, where are you on Tormund? Right now, I'm, I mean, I've always been a fan of the character. I like him. Um, right now, I'm at the point where it's like, yeah, this is, my, this is my dude. I couldn't like him more. And then when he starts hitting on Brienne, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I yes! <laughs> He's like, are you with? Are you with the lady? We're not really together. I mean, there's a feeling or something. <laughs> we have this moment. It's like it's like eighth grade, kind of like I wrote her a letter. Yeah, <laughs> check yes Passed or no. Her a note. Yeah. Will you fight the apocalypse with me? Yes. Check yes. Check yes. Um, oh, I do love that. Yeah. And then um, Tormund's great. Going back to. Um, with Danny and Tyrion in this episode, when Tyrion's kind of like figuring out, is he gonna, is Danny gonna allow him to stay around? What do you think of him really kind of selling out uh, Jorah? Like saying, like, hey, yeah, he's great, but he can't be here. Like, you can let him live, but he's got, he can't be by your side. Like that exact moment. I mean, cause I think any, if he would have said, you know, he, he showed loyalty. He brought you a traitor in theory. He brought a Lannister to you. Um, but he, he kicks him out. Why do you think he does that? Uh, I think, I think that's, I think he's right. First of all, I mean, I think that he makes the right call there. I think that it's what he well, it's what she wants to hear. Like, she's not going to accept, like, yeah, you got to let him stay. You got to do. Like, if had he said that, it's not like she would have been, I don't think. Like, yeah, you're right. All right, Sir Jory, you're back in the fold. Like, no. Would, he have, she's, would she have she's executed not there yet. him if he well, would have said? That's what I'm wondering. So that's, yeah, so that's what I'm thinking is Tyrion sees the writing on the wall that, hey, this isn't, this is what she wants to hear. And whether or not, <laughs> you know, I go against that. I, I don't know what that position is being. So I don't know if she would have killed him, but I think Tyrion played the you will not kill me card by yeah. doing it the, the yeah. way he did it. He could have been like, well, bitch, you know, you say the queen, you say you're a woman you know, of your word. Let's lay this down. <laughs> you, me, right here. You, me, right now. Pike him. Pike his head. A dwarf's cock is good luck. <laughs> <laughs> it is not dwarf size. We know that now. <laughs> Yeah, Tyrion starts to get his groove back a little bit. I, I gotta, I gotta go ahead and give Tyrion an apology. I really thought a drunk, mopey, annoying Tyrion lasted much longer than it did, um, and he's still, I think, in remission, as it were. He's recovering, but uh, he is better now, and I'm happy to see it. Yeah, we are in episode eight, though. So this, this was a while. It's just, so, it was just this season. I really thought it was more. Oh God, uh, it was painful. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I guess I just have, like, there's probably not, I think we pretty much hit most of the episode at this point. Cersei's um, in jail. She's a cunt. Let's move yeah, on. Cersei's in jail. Arya's on her first assignment. Yeah. Uh, Jorah um, goes to the, uh, Jorah goes back, back to the fighting pit. Reslaves himself. He's like, here's your money, bitch. Interesting. I'm going to kill some um, people. Yeah. We get One, some more. F- oh, sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, I was just going to say my, uh, my, kind of most interesting note getting into a little foreplay as we say yeah. uh ali talks Lizard. to sam 
Yes. Sam tells Ollie that sometimes you have to make the hard choice. Others might not see as right at the time. Yada, yada. And Ollie kind of gives a, do you really believe that thing? And you kind of start to see, and now that we know how things play out, you kind of start, I, you know, I almost took this as Ollie kind of using that line as opposite of what Sam intended it to. And the next line is even better when Sam says, don't worry about John. I've been worrying about him for years. He always comes back. I wrote down this exact <laughs> thing. And I have never noticed it before. Yeah, it's absolutely, uh, oh, it's it's almost so much foreplay that you're just getting right into it. <laughs> I, I feel like we just impregnated the bitch. <laughs> yeah, the the Ollie thing for sure, the, the him saying, like, you really believe that. Like, you can see the gears turning, you're like, okay, 100%, I get that. And then the other thing I wrote down in parentheses, because I was like, maybe it's a nod more than any actual foreshadowing, but I think it's pretty... It had to be on purpose. Yeah, it's so oh obvious. god, yes. like it, it's it's so direct. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why I was just so excited when you started talking. <laughs> oh yes, I'm not crazy. He's it just, is happening. Oh, like, I punched myself me. in the give leg. Right. So so uh, so this is my first time rewatching it. So then if, while I'm watching this scene, I was like, I, he said all that. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> like, <laughs> How had I not noticed that before? Well, hard home. Finally picking <laughs> things up. Took you long enough, but at least you came with the goods, Game of Thrones. Thank you for that. Of course, we always come with the goods. And uh, what are our goods, boys? What do, what do we do for goods here on the show? A 50-50 scone. Ah, yes. Who has the wise, scone today? Wise Master Jeremy. Well, I think it's, I mean, you've, you've just flushed your wisdom down the toilet. It's me! <laughs> <laughs> I know I don't uh, have the scone today. I have the scone today. I created it. I birthed it from my own seed. Uh, well, no. Shadow demon, baby. <laughs> Shadow <laughs> Shadow <laughs> de- no. It does have a glaze, but it's, 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 no. It came from the kitchen. Uh, it is a maple pecan pumpkin scone. So wait, was it? A pumpkin scone with maple on top or maple scone with pumpkin drizzle? Is a pumpkin pecan scone with uh, maple glaze. Okay, now I'm, I'm good. Please do continue. And it's delicious. <laughs> it looked good. <clears throat> it's because it is good. Uh, <clears throat> are you down with GOT? Yes, yes, you, you know, know me. me. I skipped most of that outro there. Uh, just, just Fuck it. Don't, don't know why. Thronesguns.com. <laughs> it's really what the outro is and then jo- join us. extra words that go, sometimes go are there. necessary. I just want also one fucking person on to email us so we can have a question to answer. <laughs> oh, I actually took off. Uh, do you guys check the email? I don't. No. Well, I, don't I, would, I, would get, I get the notifications on my phone. <laughs> okay. So we don't have any then. We don't have any now. God damn it. Uh, that's Unless they've just like gone past me, but the uh, so I will say for these maple pumpkin scones, I I have always been not only just a you know whatever generic is fine, uh, and Miss Jemima and Aunt Butterworth, 
No, switch those, but either or. Like those syrups are great. Sure. Log cabin. Yeah, I'm all for it. And I'm I'm even my whole life I've always been like, you know what? Go for that butter flavor. Like indulge a bit. Yeah, sure. Well, for this one, for the scones, there's not a ton of syrup and there's not a ton else that was in the glaze. So I was like, hmm, I need something strong. I want that I want that syrup flavor to come through. So I bought a bottle of like actual pure maple syrup. Maple syrup. Yeah. Just a little one. It was like a little, it's like a cup of syrup. It was like $6. Worth it. Jesus Christ. And uh, so I was like, fine, 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 fine. Make it with it. Whoa. I was like, oh my (laughs) gosh, that's really good. So then I just, I just did a little sip, a little of the syrup. And I was like, holy ball. And so then I I went into (laughs) the fridge to get the syrup that I had. And it, it tastes nothing like syrup. It just tastes like sugar. And I'm like, why am I, why would I use this on <laughs> anything? You'd be better off just getting the, the white caro sugar syrup and putting that on your pancakes. It's the same thing. Yeah. Oh, so I've been converted, y'all. You're going, you're only doing true maple syrup? Just the pure mape. And I remember when we went, when I was a kid, we went to Canada when I was like maybe 10 or something and we brought back some syrup and I hated it. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's just because I just wanted straight, regular-tasting sugar. The Regular-tasting sugar, sugar water. Sugar water, yeah, and that's what it, it wasn't what it was. Now, sugar. So I take, it, I take it you're only tapping your own trees now? Yeah, yeah, I'm specifically. I'm actually, I have made a, a <laughs> giant, I don't know what, oh, God, I was about to feel so stupid. I still do feel, I was going to say, I don't know what trees maple syrup comes from. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> I have a yeah a, a large maple tree has started to take root here in the middle of my living room. Um, in about a couple months, it's gonna get real awkward for the uh, <laughs> for the uh, accountants that work underneath me. But for right now, the roots are just kind of hanging out here. So are, you, are you a yeah, tea yeah. person? Jake tea. I, I like tea. Yeah. Okay. So I recommend like an Earl Grey. Or a, a, a dark tea, and then yes. put a little bit of maple syrup in it. Okay. It is delicious. I, I've got to try this whole thing now because this is um, people have been experimenting a lot with maple syrup in cocktails as well. Yes, exactly. In the past few years, and I, it's not a trend that I've jumped on board with. But now I might realize that maybe it's because I'm using the wrong stuff. So oh, I gotta, fuck. I gotta reattempt this. So we went and had a drink at this like. Uh, pizzeria but they do a lot of like kind of like you know farm the table shit you know that whole american bullshit thing everywhere's doing but i had this whiskey drink with tobacco oil and maple syrup and fuck it was delicious huh it was really really because the tobacco really just added like a little like bitters essentially right because they're just a little more like fragrant and then the maple was like that simple syrup. It was so good. A little bit of nice. pepper in it. Oh my god, it was delicious. So quality. So I have had at least one thing that has had a maple syrup cocktail. And it worked. It did. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go make a. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go make me a maple syrup rum and coke and see what happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stop. One, two, 